Y'all know we're on air, right? Hello, friends, and welcome back to Team Code Red On Air, the podcast where we finally get enough time away from our needy animals to talk about anything and everything. I'm your host for today, Tangerin, or as most refer to me by, Aaron. And today I'm joined by my good friends, Mix Code Red, aka Leaf, Arma, aka Ren, Incaron, aka Ryan, and Spooky Bro, aka Connor. And for the first time ever in on air podcast history, we have Glint, aka Matthew. Hi. First official podcast. Yeah. Now, uh, you, at this point, know all of us here at TCR, hopefully, but we actually have several members that haven't been talked about as much on our platforms, and they, of course, are the many Team Code Red pets. That's right, this episode is 100% pet-themed. We're here to discuss our pets, as well as the many joys and disasters that come with owning them. Many, so, many, many yeah. disasters. Yeah. <laughs> it's pet day. It's pet day. Pet day, hey. So yeah, I, I'd say the best way to start this thing is how about we all go down the list and just give a little list of each of our, of uh, each of our furry friends. All right, Aaron, I think I think you should start being our local resident furry. Just kidding, censor that. Um, True. Tell us about your pets. All right, there's a lot of them. So um, I am a known. I don't want to say I'm a collector of pets because that's a hoarder. I just keep getting pets over the years so i have two dogs there's toblerone and Arya. um i have two cats smoky and spike they're my good boys uh, i have two ferrets my pride and joy artemis and apollo you'll be hearing a lot from them today uh, oh, yeah. especially considering they're Stinkers. starting to wake up right now so they're probably going to be running rampant <laughs> soon while i'm recording <laughs> and then uh and then of course uh we have my my brother's parrot max and who knows he may be heard in in some podcast episodes because he's loud so I yeah guess that's that means, my zoo yeah i guess that means i'm next i have three pets and other adjacent animals first off we have two living trash compactors known as my dogs yeah. Ghost and Fluffy, who decide to eat everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh, my psychotic killer of a cat. Yeah. Theo. Done things that we will talk about. And then I live on a farm, so I have other animals. But they aren't important. Chickens! Chickens. Farmer. Oh, and ducks. Yeah! Alright, guess, guess I'll, I'll go next. Alright. No. I have two dogs and two cats. Uh, my two cats, my, my oldest cat, named Harlow. Uh, she's milk. <laughs> sorry, did, you she... say, did you say milk? Yeah, she is a mom. That's My other cat is her son. Cool. My other cat, Parker. Okay. Fun, little, fun little fact for you there. Uh... 
both of my cats are related. And then my two dogs, uh, my oldest dog, this, uh, he's a small little Westie, his name's Jordy. He's a jerk, and I love him. Is he a crusty-eyed white dog? (laughs) He he (laughs) is a white dog, and he sometimes has crusty eyes, but we try to, like, Anyway, moving on. I've also got a, a big dog, a big Newfie named Geronimo. And he like likes to... Like the rat? <laughs> or is he a mouse? Like, Geronimo Stilton? Uh, Geronimo Stilton. That's actually my fifth pet. I've got Geronimo Stilton. No, but yeah, Geronimo. And he likes to slobber on literally anything he can get his hands on. That's that's Thanks. it for, for pets for me. Currently have. All right. Um, I have two pets. Uh, I have two cats. One named Perry. She's a little black cat, very mischievous, very sassy. She's a little jerk, but I love her. Um, and then I've got a very good boy named Tipser. He's very fluffy, very soft. I love him with all my heart, and he likes to go into bathrooms with people. Same. Little potty pal. Wait. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Hold on a second. So, just like Connor, ironically, I also have two cats. They're very, very different. The first is Artemis Shadow, but we just call her Shadow. She is a black cat, and she's incredibly rotund. Um, she's on like her third <laughs> diet so far because none of the others have worked. She's super chunky, <laughs> super cuddly, and of course, the adorable. Per- it, she is so cute. She's got big old eyes, but. I'll talk about her later. The other is Nia. She's a black and white cat, and she is seemingly constantly on crack cocaine, just based on the way she likes to act and behave. She's not chubby at all. She's she's a skinny little um, gremlin. She's just constantly in goblin mode. But both are equally cute. One is soft and cuddly. The one is just goofy and precious. All right, Ryan? Well, I don't have any pets. What? Never, I've, I've never Get had it. any pets. Through. Okay, well, fine, Jesus. What? what are you doing here? What's, bro, what's the big idea? I, 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 I volunteer at an animal shelter, so Ooh. at the very least, I, I interact with the, the little animals. I, there's a cat section, of course, Ooh. that you just, uh, just play around with them. Um, there was one little kitty... Her name was Ruby, and I, I took her out of the cage, and then she just decided that it would be a great idea to just climb on my back and just lay down there, just just sit there and claim my back as her own. Aww. But um, there was another time where uh, there was a cat, I think her name was Peaches. She she was a lot shyer. Like she, she seemed to be a bit afraid of humans, but I... I stuck around for like long enough for her to get comfortable with me, so I, I, I could pet her and all that. And then the week after I came back, and at first she, she noticed that somebody came into the room, so then she was startled, but then she realized, oh, it's me. And then she was perf- and then she, she calmed down, she loosened up, and that was very wholesome. Aww. Because Aww. she remembered me. So cute. So yeah. Precious. Very cute. Well, I think, I think we should keep going. I think we should share some good pet stories, but we should also shout out the others because there's only the what six of us today here. But I think the other members 
They all have plenty of pets as well, but they couldn't be here today. That being said, we do have a message from Mrs. Code Beans because she really wanted to tell everybody about her good precious dog, Maggie. So yeah. we can roll we can roll that clip now. Uh, warning there there's a lot of rain ambient rain noises, so you you're yes. gonna hear a lot of that. Okay, so um I have a dog, her name is Maggie. Um she's about six years old, she's a little bit over, um and she's a little labradoodle. She's she's my little puppy. Um but yeah, she's kinda like like a blondish kinda like cream color. Um, and I love her very much. She's, she's so smart. She's so cute and she's so funny. And she's just, she's such a good girl. She's so nice. She's really friendly. Um, but she's scared of other dogs. So like, going to a dog park with her does not work. Like, the only time we ever did. Um, she hid either behind or in between my legs for most of it. Um, yeah, she just, she does not, she doesn't like other dogs, but she really likes people, and she's just, she's so friendly, um, sometimes she jumps, she jumps a lot, actually, and that's not good, but, like, she's so smart, she knows, like, so many words, she knows so many commands, um, she's just so smart, and she's really funny, she just, she just does, like, the funniest things, like, um, today when, when I'm recording this, because, um, I was not available for the podcast day. I just said podcast. I meant podcast. Um, so the day that I'm recording this, I was over at my new house today um, because my family recently bought one and they have like a sandbox there. Like the old owners just left it and they had young kids. So some of the kids, like they left a few of their toys and Maggie was outside and she was just running around and just playing with some of the toys that they left out there. She had like one of those little like kitty like watering um, basket kind of thingies, um, watering cans, that's what it is. And she has this like green cup that she likes and there was a little Hulk minifigure that she was playing with. Oh my gosh, it was just so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just, she's the best and I just, I love her so much. I just, I love my girl. I love my little girl. She's so sweet. She's, she is the best puppy and she will always be my little puppy. And I just, I love her so much. I could just, I could talk about Maggie for forever, but, um, I will not. And I will let everybody else, um, either finish the recording or get back to it. I don't know at what point this is going to be um, thrown in. But anyways, um, yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, thank you, Jillian, from an alternate timeline. That was very precious and very sweet. I can say from experience that Maggie is such a good girl. And when she wears her little puppy goggles, she looks so silly and so precious. Maggie's the best. Yeah. Maggie. Such a good dog. Such a good dog. Oh, now I think those of us who are actually here in present day, we can start telling any of our fun animal stories. Does anybody want to start? I guess I'll go since... Go We're going to talk about how my cat gave me a panic attack Oh, uh, at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> so, my cat is prone for murder. Loves finding small animals and murdering them and bringing them the and laying them on the front doorstep. This one time, he brought it in the house. Uh-oh. I don't think this is going. This small little black bird was brought into the house, and it wasn't fully dead. Oh no. 
It was at 12, at like 12 at night. Oh, my God. And I tried my hardest to keep it alive. Oh. Oh, no. I went, I put it up somewhere, like, in a little, like, nest out of, like, a cloth. So it would sit there. And I went to go take a shower, and I got back out, and it finally passed away. So that made me sad for, like, a week. Oh. You tried your best. I know. That's so sad, though. That's... The great start off to the to the stories. Yeah, wow. I, I have I have more fun ones later. Yeah, let's get um getting some more wholesome topics. That that's what we want. We have some wholesome pet stories. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some wholesome pet stories. Then please bless us. Except, just kidding. They're not wholesome because I have ferrets. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So ferrets, if you if you ever want, if you're ever thinking, hey, I want a new pet, what what pet could I get that would give me the most anxiety? Boy, do I have the pet for you. Holy like damn. These animals every day is a nightmare, but I do love them. The thing ferrets like to do is they like to just do everything possible to make sure that you have a bad day. Um, but, you know, we lo- they redeem themselves sometimes. But, for instance, speaking of panic attacks, um, as you may know, ferrets go into what uh, is called dead sleeps. Oh, so... Oh, no. <laughs> um, ferrets sleep about, like, 17 hours a day. Oh, um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... What they do is when they get really, like, super tired, they go into what's known as dead sleeps, where they basically just, like, go limp and don't move no matter what you do. Um, and it's, it's, it's scared me many a times because they totally just twist their bodies so they look like corpses. Oh my god. There's just so many times where I've gone in and just have been so scared that they're dead and the only ways to wake them up is either to shake is to shake their food bowls but sometimes they just decide that that's not good enough so they won't wake up. So I've discovered that ferrets hate the sound of squeaky toys like squeaky chickens so sometimes they'll go under my bed and just pass out and won't come out and the only way i can get them out is to squeak the chicken and then artemis gets like real mad and she'll come and she'll like climb up my legs and grab it and then go hide it she hates it (laughs) but it's the only way i can get her up nice yeah so owning ferrets is fun guys I promise. Um, sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can go now with some with some old pet stories. I don't have a lot of pet stories that come to mind about my current pets. I do. I do have a nice little story to tell about an old dog that I used to have. Uh, her name was Sophie. She was a. She was a bulldog. <gasps> I'm pretty sure. She was a bulldog. A little bulldog puppy. She was violent. She was oh. incredibly violent. Oh! So then, the the first day that we get her, we we bring her into the house, and she's just like running around on the carpet. And I go down to to play with her, and she bites me in the eye, oh my God. on the eyelid, 
She Jeez. bites my eyelid on my right eye, pulls on it, and then lets go. So that was fun. Jesus. And then from that point on, uh, like the, the other kids in my neighborhood, myself included, exclusively referred to her as a hellhound for the short amount of time where we had her before we had to give her up for adoption again because she was just too much to handle for us. I hope I hope she went on to it to a better home that was able to, to that was able to handle her. As sure I'm sure she was sweet, but no, she would just like chase like, kids around. <laughs> I would go to just like play with my friends, and she would just chase us around. Uh, it was it. Looking back on it, it's really funny. It's really funny. That is the, weird. the first day we get her, I go down to play, and I'm like, oh, it was a good girl, and she bites me in the eye. That's funny. <laughs> It wasn't funny in the moment, but I look back yeah. and I'm like, that's pretty funny. When you say it like that, that is pretty funny. It's like when we first exactly. met and you bit my eye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where I learned it from, actually. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, makes so sense. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you context now. All right. Uh, I guess it's my turn. If you want. Well, yeah, I did kind of say after. Anyway, okay. uh, so I'm going to set the scene. It was my sister's birthday and she was opening her presents. She got this, like, little, it was a green bag with metal handles. Like, it was, like, the thin little metal wire for handles. And Perry decided it would be smart to put her head through the handle. <laughs> it got stuck on her head. And she just started tearing around the house. Oh. Up the stairs <laughs> with the bag on her head. <laughs> And she eventually got it off, but she was hiding under my bed um, for the rest of the night because she was so startled. Um, and I was trying to find, like, the metal handle because it ripped off the bag. And I just couldn't find it until, like, months later when I found it under my bed. It was so funny, but I couldn't help but feel really bad for her. But then again, she is kind of dumb, so yeah. that's on her. That that's all. <laughs> are you sure that's all? That is all. Are you sure? Yeah. Why are you Why are you asking like I that? Think, I think you should um tell our viewers about how Perry how, how Perry replaced you as the one true Connor. Oh yeah. So um, I don't know how this gag started, but. It was me. You I started, started the gag. Well, yeah, yeah you nice. did, but I have no clue where it came from. Where, like, my cats are, like, the new me. Like, they're my clones. <laughs> I honestly... Yeah, I don't understand it, honestly, but, like... Don't worry, neither do I. It, yeah, like... It's, it's not weird, and it's kind of funny. Like, I'm like, ha ha ha, my cat is me, but mm. I'm me. Well, specifically, oh. Perry is the real Connor, and you're just you're the old Connor. Perry is no, new no. Connor. Pe Perry is new Connor, and Tips yeah. is new new Connor. Oh, yeah. Perry's the true Connor, actually. Didn't realize that. The no, real no, Connor. I am. I'm the original. I'm I think the we'll find the real Connor was the friends Prove we made along it. the way. Tom from Fast and the Furious <laughs> <laughs> was family. <laughs> family. It's uh, not what he sounds like. I'm pretty sure this dates the podcast. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, just the dates I, around I, the time we're recording this. At the time of recording, Fast and Furious is very funny. By the time this comes out, the meme is like months dead. That's true, but yeah. for us right now, it's really funny. It's really funny. So you can you can laugh with us and be like, "Huh, it would be." Funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Old. Well, Connor, if you don't have any more pet stories, Ryan, would you like to share any other fun tales you got from the human society? Uh, I don't think there are any. I mean, okay, actually. I remember that, that there was this very tall, very long cat named Friday. Now that's about nice. it because she's she's just re she was really really long, and she could just she, she could basically just reach all the way over me, which was I, I don't know because if, if I, I would sit down and she'd be able to like get all the way up to my head from just stretching up. Oh my goodness! Like she was. That was crazy. a long cat. Yeah, she she was crazy long. For um, context, Ryan is one of the tallest members. There's this other cat called Pirate, and Pirate, I don't know what what was up with Pirate, but she she was she was vicious. She she was crazy. Nice. Just anything would dangle in front of her, and she would just want to grab it immediately. There was this one lady that was trying to get a cat. Um, that, that was looking at a cat above me, above the cage, and her scarf dangled out in front of her, um, in, in front of me and Pirate. So then Pirate saw it, and of course I saw that she was like, ooh, I want that, I want the scarf. And I was like, no, you can't have the scarf. <laughs> so like I, I put my hands in front of her to, to stop her from getting the scarf, and then she starts biting my hand. Oh my God. Like, she, she, she didn't actually try to to hurt me doesn't seem like because they like, have <laughs> but like she, she was just like no give it give it so yeah wonderful so i uh i also actually volunteered at the humane society for a few years and yeah, i haven't been here for a while but i was also a renowned cat cuddler yeah there was a lot, there was a lot, I had four cats at the time, because it was grade nine, ten, I think, but, so I couldn't get any more, but there was many yeah. cats that I almost brought home, including one boy, and he was an orange and white cat, and his name was Hugs. Oh. And oh my god. No. The reason he was called Hugs, I found out. Um, like my second day there was because if you pick them up, if you pick them up, he would instantly just wrap his little arms around your oh. neck and Aww. and nuzzle into you. That's so cute. And I wanted to bring him home so bad. Oh, that's so sweet. And there was also this um other like long haired like full orange cat, and his name was Simba, and he was eleven, and I almost. I almost came home with him because the they were they said that he's he had been there for months and he hadn't been adopted and I was like no but then on like the last day I went there uh, a lady came and adopted him and I was very happy. Aww. I have stories of the two. I I would say little. They're not little trash compactors, <laughs> also known as my dog. Now, I think everyone knows of, like, quarantine dogs, how, like, adopting pets fucking surged in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, well, my family, 
got to, was getting two dogs right before the pandemic started. Meaning, you know, they wouldn't interact with people, but that's besides the point. We decided to get Great Pyrenees, which is one of the larger, some of the largest dog breeds that I know of. Like, they big. Yeah, uh, they do. They, yeah, they can, like, stand up on their hind legs and, like, like lick someone's face who's, like, six foot eight. But, yeah, so they're trash compactors because they will take anything and try to eat it. Oh, you left a Tupperware out? It's not a Tupperware anymore. <laughs> it is a... <laughs> no, wait, you don't mean the contents of the Tupperware? No, I mean the Tupperware. The physical Tupperware is... Everything no. becomes a chew toy. They they chew everything. I think we had to throw out two couches. Yeah, same. They tore through <laughs> two couches. Wow. Uh, they also, like, if you leave, like, a container of, like, margarine or peanut butter out, they will take it, open it, and then eat the contents. <laughs> <laughs> but not only does great size come with a great appetite, great strength as well. Oh no. Because my dogs have the instantaneous uh oh that's a small animal. I'm gonna try and kill it. Yeah. So every member of my family who isn't me walking these dogs has been knocked over or dragged. <laughs> because these dogs are like 200 pounds or just a bit under. Most of my family is not that. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> one of them was dumb enough to try to, uh, one of my family members was dumb enough to try to hold on to both of them at once. Oh. Uh oh. That's a recipe for getting dragged onto the concrete. Oh, gee. <laughs> and by concrete, I mean gravel. Even better. I mean, it's softer. I guess. Yeah, but gravel gets stuck in your skin. That's true. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I also uh shoved my hand into a th- into a what is it, prickle bush, trying to get them. Because <laughs> their fur is so thick that they don't feel it, but if you touch these like bushes, it like ugh, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's. That's the little trash compactors. That, uh, you, when you were talking about how they eat the margarine containers, that reminded me of a, of a tale. Um, so my cat, Smokey, he's my old boy, he's nine years old, and he has the biggest sweet tooth of any animal I've ever seen. Like, I don't know what it is, but, like, if you're eating a muffin and he's around, he will grab it out of your hand and go <laughs> take the entire muffin and try to eat it. <laughs> um, and we can't, we can't leave the butter, or, like, our butter container out on the counter because he'll take the lid off and just, like, <laughs> to bite hunks of the butter and try yeah. to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun Young, just imagining but... this. Just imagining the cat grabbing muffins Ow. and eating them. He, yeah. But this one time when I want to say it was like my 11th birthday or something, he was he was younger, and I we got like this huge cake. Um, and oh, no. 
we were so ready because we got it the night before and we put it in the fridge. And then the day of my birthday, we had it out on the table and we went out for a few minutes and we came back in and there was just like a bunch of massive bites taken out of the cake. (laughs) At the time we were like, oh, the dog got into it because we used to have a cocker spaniel and he would like always get into food. So my mom was like, well, we don't have enough time to get a new cake. So we'll just like cut half of it off and then like re-ice it. So we did that. And then as she was cutting it and getting it ready, she just noticed like these four tiny little cat-sized footprints in the icing. (laughs) Oh, that's adorable. So he totally just like, just like ate like half the cake. Oh, oh god. I just remembered something. Oh? Uh, yes, the tales of traumatizing the pizza guy. Oh no! So, oh, I've heard these. These dogs. Okay, these dogs have not, you know, been around people. So, whenever anyone goes down my street, let alone enters my driveway, they start barking. And this. Poor pizza dude, twice. Because my parents normally, whenever they order something, say, stay in your car in the driveway. They forgot to do it twice. Oh, no. And the poor guy, I'm pretty sure it was the same guy, masks make it difficult, went up to the front door. And all was fine and dandy. Until Fluffy fucking charges through the like living room into the kitchen and fucking... Full body weight slams the front door. It starts like I think like I I'm pretty sure I saw that man's soul leave his body for a second. Yeah, mine would It's it's not like a oh little tiny dog screaming at you. It's a dog at eye level. Yeah, and so that that happened twice to this poor dude. And then the most recent pizza adventure, I had to. Make sure he didn't go up. And I guess my final anecdote of the dogs. So I have two dogs, Ghost and Fluffy. Fluffy is the one that's like the most brazen little bastard ever. I love him. But Jesus. Also, the name came from a comedian. And then Ghost, who sounds like he'd be the more intimidating one. Also, because he's the bigger of the two. Ghost is the biggest scaredy cat ever. <laughs> he has the personality of a boo for Mario. Yeah. Good job. He is terrified of stairs. He cannot go <laughs> down, he cannot go downstairs. And thing is, he's so big and chunky, you can't carry him down. Mm-hmm. I I've I've picked him up. He is heavier than everyone in this call. Jesus. But yeah, that's my anecdotes of the trash compactors. Right on. Uh, I've got a a small short story of one of Perry's kind of cute habits. Um, whenever uh, well, when we were doing online school, I'd be sitting at my desk, and Perry would like to jump up in my arms, and just kind of sit there for like an hour or two. So whenever I would reach to grab my cup of coffee. Perry always likes me to bring it down to her face so she can sniff it. She ne- she does not like the smell of coffee, 
but she never seems to learn. She's like, ooh, I want to sniff your coffee. But it's coffee. That's that's like she also just kinda she also does that with like cans of monster. I'll uh she'll be like sitting on my chest or something and I go to sip my monster and she just sniffs the bottom of it. Every time. It's so weird how animals have like fascinations with coffee. Because mine are like exactly the same. Like Artemis and Apollo will claw my face off to get to if I'm holding an iced coffee. <laughs> I think like like the they, cl- I have to put my garbage up when I let them out, or else they will crawl in the garbage and take out the <laughs> ice coffee cups and store them under my bed. Oh my Aww. god! Oh, the, living with those two is going to be a joy. Yeah, I bet you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> Not still am. Right, so do I get to share my um many no. no, no, no. Yes. Understandable. Go ahead. <laughs> all right well well you guys you guys were talking about cats or animals sniffing food i just need to share that earlier i got a grilled cheese panini from tim hortons and as soon as i got into my house mia just somehow just emerged from under the table onto my chair so i got her to move but then she just hopped onto the table and tried to take a bite and <laughs> it's not for her but she was very very curious because she thought it smelled good but so I don't have any many stories in particular, so I'll just talk about their behavior because Nia and Shadow, like I said, are polar opposites. And I think the perfect example would be just, just this morning, I woke up really early and someone let Shadow into my room. And so she just popped up next to me onto my bed and she just sat there and I pet her. I, it was too early, so I fell asleep. And then I didn't wake up for like another three hours and she was still just sitting there. She didn't want to leave. Shadow is my best friend. She loves me, and she always comes to my room to cuddle. And everyone here, at least most of the people here, have seen video evidence of her just coming into my room and just immediately rolling onto her back to show me her belly. <laughs> and she just looks so ridiculous because she is just she's just a large, dark blob just looking at me with these big old eyes, just waiting to see if I'm going to rub her belly. And sometimes I won't even know she's in my room. I'll just be like on Discord or working on stuff and I'll turn around and there's just a big belly just waiting. She's looking at me. That's adorable. She's yeah. so precious. Like, and then Nia, she also sometimes likes to get into my room. She's crafty. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, she's a little goblin. She's learned how to open my closet. <laughs> and so. Oh, I. There was someone saying something? Oh, I just remembered something. I'll okay. say that later. Yeah. So Nia can open most of the closets in our house because they're all built the same and so every so often i'll come into my room and my closet will be open like okay weird and i look in and inside my closet there's this really big box with like old stuff in it and i look in and it's really dark and i just see two green eyes glowing back at me i'm like oh hey what's going on and then she'll just chill there but then i'll i'll just be doing my thing and i'll hear a bit of rustling and she just kind of jumps out like a slinky like the way she comes out, and she'll just she'll just run away. <laughs> but it's even funnier when it's not just my room closet. We have a linen closet with multiple shelves. And this morning, I saw it was open. I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then I saw her leg dangling out from like the middle of the closet. <laughs> I looked in; she was just chilling with some beach towels. Yeah, she just likes to chill like that. Um, okay, I'll I'll save it. Okay. Like that. 
I'm just trying to think if there's any other good stories. The two of them really don't get along, and they, they really, their contrasting personalities press the way they get along because they are not friends. They really dislike each other. There's a car horn, so I'm just gonna. So Nia opening closets reminded me of the fact my dogs can open doors as well. My difference animals the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. <laughs> No, it's accurate. It is honestly accurate. Oh my god. Because, okay, my, dog, my dogs have two ways of opening doors. Ghost will, like, when opening a door that opens inwards, or, like, the door swings open away from the dog, he will jump up, put his entire body weight on the door, and then slide down, because I have those, like, flip-down handles, and the door will open. And when it's a door that opens inwards towards the dog, they will use their mouth to twist the handle and pull it open. Jesus. And, then they'll, and then they'll stick their snoot into the, like, crack in the door and open it. Wow. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. Because they used to be able to open the front door until they broke the handle. Oh, Jesus. Our, our door handle now only opens if you, like, flip it upwards. Because we don't mm. have those, like, circle handles, which are dog-proof. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That actually reminds me of my old dog, Diana. She learned to um, open doors, which was not good, because she was not allowed to go outside without her leash on. So every so often, I'd come home from school and open the door. And we have a like we have an outside door and then like an airlock door. And she learned to open that one, open the front door, and she'd just be waiting there. And I'd be like, oh no, oh no. But she was a very good dog. Also, she was kind of like Shadow if Shadow was a dog because. She was also black. She wasn't super chunky, but um, she also very much like snuggling in my room. She was a very good dog. Oh my god, wait, I remember. Okay, so uh, when my mom and my stepdad first uh, moved in together and we lived in an apartment for a little less than a year, my stepdad had these two cats named Molson and Slater. And... I'm trying to remember which one was the really nice one. I think it was Molson. Anytime you just walked up to him, he'd give you little headbutts. And that and that was, like, his thing. Like, you'd just put your head in front of him, and then he'd just bonk you on the head with his own head. And it was adorable. Oh. I loved him so much. And Slater would always run away. And then when we moved into the house that we live into now, he, uh, Slater would always just run into the basement and hide in the laundry room. Still, always... Most of them just give you little headbutts. And it was adorable, and I love them and I miss them. That's so cute. That, rem- oh, that reminds me of a bad story. Oh no. <laughs> no. I have a heartwarming story after to make up for it. Okay. But- okay. Oh, I've also got a, a cursed story and probably another heartwarming one. So, our, uh, we, we moved to our new house in like 2008, I think. But before that, we had two cats. One of them was named Whiskers, and the other was named Socks. And oh. Socks was like the gentlest cat ever. He was really big, and he was kind of fat, but he wasn't really fat. It was more just that he was like so fluffy that he looked fat. Mm, um, okay. And me and my brothers. He was the sweetest, but me and my brothers used to follow him around <laughs> when we were younger, and then we'd sing to him, and we'd be like, Fatty 
fatty two by four can't fit through the bathroom door. Oh my god! And, him. <laughs> and so then, mean. and then when we like a a, a year. So after we moved into our new house, he ended up running away, and oh. I was sad. little baby Aaron was sad for like a week because I thought he ran away because we kept bullying him, and I felt oh. really bad. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's sad, but it's kind of funny. A little it bit. is. You got what you deserved, but, Andrew, and canceled. Yeah. No, here I have a heartwarming story, guys. Don't worry. Hey. So, um. I haven't told any dog stories yet, so this was actually, this was not my dog, this was my aunt's old dog, or he was my mom's also, but I never met him because it was before I was born, but it was, they had rescued um, this dog who was formerly abused, and his name was Bear. And he was, like, the sweetest dog ever, but he was really scared of everything. Like, he, his old owner before that used to, like, hit him with the broom all the time so you couldn't take out the broom around him or else he'd, like, freak out. But he was super sweet, but everyone loved him except for my grandma. And she would always insist. She was, like, they made him a doghouse out back. And she was, like, oh, no, he's never, he's never sleeping in the house. He's got to stay out here. It, like during the night and sleep out here i don't want him in the house and then one day my aunt and my mom and my older cousin who at the time was like three or something were going on a little walk or, or they were gonna go on a little walk so my aunt was getting the wagon for him to sit in and he decided i guess that he wasn't going to, little three-year-old him wasn't going to wait for everyone else, so he decided just to walk himself, and everyone was freaking out because they couldn't find him, and all of a sudden, Bear came running up to my grandma and started, like, barking like crazy, and they ended, he was trying to, they saw that he was trying to lead them somewhere, and so they followed him, and he led them to my cousin, who had end up, ended up, like, walking down the street to, like, the nearby dump and was just sitting mm. in a pit. And uh, so he found him, and then ever since then, my grandma, like, fell in love with him, and he would always, like, sleep on her bed with, uh, with her after that, and God. she was, like, attached to him. No, I'm actually so he, glad you mentioned cats sleeping in beds. Oh? Um, um, well, my grandpa told me just this morning, so Nia, like I said, she's very antsy. She, like, when we first got her, it took her, like, a month to let us even pet her. If you try and touch her, I swear she would jump, like, two feet in the air and just, like, scramble away. But she spends the most time at night with my grandparents, and so occasionally she actually just, like, goes under their covers. And my grandpa told me this morning that last night, um, as they were getting into bed, she went under the covers but she had her head and paws over them, and she just had her arms, like, stretched out over the covers. No, she was just sitting in between them. That's I've cute. Also, but um, she also likes to go on an energy craze and just zoom around, thundering through mm -hmm. the night, which is really nice, too. Shadow also likes to do that. So, at one point, Shadow was called Thunderpaws, which Jillian pointed out sounded like a warrior cat's name. And mm. Nia by sequence was named lightning pause so yeah 
I can just imagine the shadow just stomping around. Yeah, because shadow's so thick. When she's running, you know she's running. Yeah, she's a she's dummy thick. But that's um that's all I've got there for now. Um, it's so you'd never see you'd never think ferrets are like. So I think Apollo is about eight pounds, maybe. And Temi's okay. like five pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never heard animals louder than ferrets when running. Mm-hmm. Like they, when they go crazy and they do their little like weasel dance where they spaz around, you can and they're upstairs. You can hear them from my basement. Oh my God. Like it, it literally just sounds like them running. Sounds like if you like pushed a bookshelf over. Wow! It's so it's so loud. I'm gonna have to record it one day because it's insane. When they spaz, right. they spaz hard. I don't think if I got any like really really funny stories. I think I'm done. I got all mine out. Ah, uh, desperately trying to think of other stories. Most of them are just my 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 dogs just being jerks. Every single dog I've had been a jerk, <laughs> except for my dog Geronimo. He's he's nice. I've been so fortunate to never have a pet that was an asshole. Okay, I do actually have I have a a slightly more horrific pet story. Oh no! Which I'll then I can follow up with the nice one. So for like since I was like five or six or whatever, I don't live with my dad. And so my my dad still lived in town, just in his own apartment. And he got two, I believe it was, I don't think they were, yeah, I think they were hamsters. I don't remember their names. I think, yeah, it's been way too long. I can't remember their names. But they seem to get along pretty well. And I'm just going to get right to it. One day one ate the other. Oh. Yeah. Just do that. No, it was not metal as heck. It was horrific. I never saw them. My dad was yeah, he, he told me what happened. He's like, yeah. Um, I went in, and one of them was bones, and the other had blood on its face, I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ. You know, it's actually, uh, it's funny. It's funny you mention that, because... No, it's not. It's funny you <laughs> mention that, because, uh, you know, I, I actually I actually used to have a younger brother, and, and we were pretty close, but one day... Oh, <laughs> oh and that, that took way too long to process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't forget. Don't oh. forget. What, I guess, what happened? <laughs> I just remembered Stop another it. really loud pet I had. Yeah, he moved away. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, my, one of my cats did that once. They said he went to a farm. Oh, no. It took me way too long to realize that that's what the farm was. I, I, was, I was never told when my pets died they went to a farm. I was just like, I'm sorry, they died. I was like, damn, okay. And then I went back to reading Warrior Cats. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I cared, I swear. Okay, back to it. Right, I think we have time for like one one or two more pet stories before we, we take a little different angle. Um, I have a horrific story. I, I can go through the amount of pets I've had. I want to talk sure. about the ones I have. Okay, so, oh god, I have had an ungodly amount of animals. I've had, not including the ones I have now, 
in the past four dogs. I think three cats and then I don't know how many guinea pigs. Oh, I've had tip, so many guinea pigs. Don't get guinea pigs if you want peaceful sleep because they scream. Oh my god, it's insane. They're so loud. I they love scream. Them, so loud. Also, they're like really fussy. Like if you don't let them out enough, they'll like put their teeth into the cage and then just like shake it around to make more noise. Yeah. But yeah, I had okay, for dogs I had two Pomeranians who were really old when I was little, and then two mixed breed dogs that because of a certain neighbor we had to get rid of because they barked. Because my neighbors are great. And then I had three cats. Yeah, three cats. I had I think a Siamese cat and then two black cats all at different times. One of the black cats is the mom of Theo, the evil gremlin, who I love. I love Theo, but oh my god, he needs to stop killing everything. But yeah, that's that's my pet roster. I think one of those guinea pigs definitely died by getting grabbed. Pretty sure, like, a bird grabbed one, or it got out and then disappeared never to be seen again. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) That's I think kind of take... a cartoony way to go. That is pretty cartoony. Well, do we want to take one more story, or do we want to let's jump into on. some hypotheticals? Sure, let's go hypothetical. Yeah, let's okay. hypothetical. Okay, well, I think that was actually a good stopping point um, around you sharing all your past pets, because I was thinking maybe now we could talk about what is a pet that you would really like to have, and it can be something like completely exotic that isn't Ooh. actually normally Ooh. domesticated. Ooh. If you could domesticate any animal or just have any animal, what and why? Aaron, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ever since I was probably four years old, for my whole life, I have wanted a tarantula and a snake. Okay, the snake, I get. Tarantula. Yeah, what the heck? Tarantula. No. They're so fuzzy. I don't know. Ever. Okay, snakes are just perfect. I wanted a snake. That makes sense. That is based and awesome pilled, but... <laughs> I've wanted a snake forever, but now I have ferrets, which are just carpet snakes. Yeah, basically. Um, but I don't know. I just I love tarantulas. I think they're really neat. I've always wanted one, but also if I could domesticate any animal and have it as a pet, it would be a raccoon. Okay, as we yeah. know. That makes just a little bit of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) The one I'm not surprised by. I'll I'll go next. So, for just exotic pet, I would want Tegu Lizard. (gasps) They are the most dog-like lizards you can get. Like, they're Mm -hmm. super smart, and I love them. They're huge, which I don't know why I keep trying to get big pets. Either that or just, like, a big cat. Not, mm-hmm. not like, for just domesticated animals. But non-domesticated animal, my favorite animal is a snow leopard. Because I love... Hey. I, I love when they put their, like, big fluffy tails in their mouths. Mm-hmm. Yeah! There's also that video of one of them turning over a rock and then, like, jumping into the air full on starfishing. Oh. I love it. I love snow leopards. They're my favorite animal. Which is weird, because 
everything else about my pers- about me is nothing like that. They're definitely is... up there for me. Yeah. So yeah. who wants to wants to go next? Um also I will note I'm still a I'm still a wolf a wolf kid at heart, so if, okay. if just one day I I was out and a pack of wolves was like, Hey, do you wanna join us in our in our pack? If they, if they like, spoke to you yes. like that. Yeah, because I could understand them because I'm the wolf kid. So I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. They left. That, that actually reminds me. Uh oh. I was the vampire a kid. No, I was the vampire kid when I was little. And oh. a pet a pet that I would like to have is a bat. <gasps> I love Ooh, a pet bat. bat. They're so cute. And they look so ferocious, but they're just so adorable. They're just sky dogs. They're okay, just which exactly... kind? Though? Mm-hmm. Which kind? Because I like the fruit bats. Fruit bats are cute. Yeah, fruit bats are cute. Fruit bats are very cute. I they like kind of vampire bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I fine? had like a, if I had a pet fruit bat, I would name it after a My Little Pony character because of that one episode. The one that where one, the one where Fluttershy turns into a, a yeah. bat. Yeah. I'd name it Flutterbat. Yeah. Yo, I just watched Aww. that episode recently. Yeah, that episode's a pretty good one. It's good. I like it. I like how they kind of like foreshadow Fluttershy still being Flutterbat with like little fang in her mouth, but then they do nothing with it for the rest of the show. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Last uh, week was My Little Pony week. Oh yeah, it yeah. was. Now it's Pet Week. Uh, yeah. Ryan or Ryan or Matt, do you want to go? Um, I'll I'll go. So what I, what I've always wanted as a pet was a snake. I agree with. Oh yeah. yeah. Like. I don't know what it is. Snakes are just cool. They're so yeah. good. Snakes are just really cool because I'm like, oh, they're awesome. And I've I've had a lot of like close experiences with snakes in the snakes. past. Like, I I, oh. I pet a I pet a snake before uh, at a at a oh, summer I have, camp. And I got bit yeah, by a snake I have at that same so summer many, camp. I have so many images of me when I was like. 10 holding like pythons and anacondas and stuff at like a zoo. I used to do it every year. Snakes are just cool and I want one one day. I gotta be honest, if someone was like, you mentioned the snakes and personally I don't think I would like a snake because they just freak me out a little. That being said, at a summer camp one time, we just had these random people from I guess an animal shelter show up and they just brought like so many different animals and they had a milk snake. Um, His name was like it was an orange creamsicle because it was orange and white. That's not actually what it was called, but we got to all hold it, and it was really neat. And on it, on the way there, the animal shelter people, the snake actually shed its skin. The people gave it to our camp director, gave it to a camper. And I wasn't actually a camper. I was a leader in training. And so this director, who I need to add was like one of the coolest dudes ever, comes up to me and he's like, hey, you seem like a good kid. Do you want this shedded snake skin? And I'm like, yeah. So I took it and wore it as a scarf for the rest of the day, and I had like six people come to kiss the snake head of the what? skin. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. a little uh, interesting. They were. It was very. Sus. Sus. Yeah, very sus. But um, we. I try to ignore that part because I actually still have the snake skin. Oh. Yeah, that snake skin had a quite the 
passionate day. But yeah, now it's on my bookshelf because that cool camp director just decided that I should get to have it. So that was that was rad. But um, I digress. Yeah. Well, genuinely, and then I would really like to have. Oh, it's monkey time. It's monkey time. Not not quite yet because I love quokkas. They're so cute. They're this. They're the, that's my favorite animal. And just saying it puts a smile on my face because they're just so cute. They have such big smiles, and they're kind of just like really small, chubby kangaroos, only because they have pouches. But they just they have the biggest smiles, and they don't have predators, so they're just like friends with everybody. And there's that one picture of them smiling with Chris Hemsworth. I would love one. I would go to Australia you to live. Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth? Well, yes, obviously. But I would I would move to Australia just to get to meet Aquaka, because... They're so cute. That being said, it's Australia, so no, because I'm scared of every other species. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. Something else a pet I think would be really fun to have would be a pet monkey. Just because I think monkeys, little monkeys, are just so funny and silly. I like to think of that one meme where it's like, I care you, baby monkey. Or no, 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 it's, it's the sad monkey. He's like, nobody no care me. Nobody care me. Yeah, um, like just a little monkey and a little diaper running around. I think that is so cute. It's like halfway between a little pet, but also a friend, like a Pokemon, you know. So I could teach my I could teach my little monkey to draw comics with me. So I could dress him up. I could I could dress my little monkey up in my persona outfit and name Monkey Code Red. And then just I could just take a vacation for a week and get my monkey to replace me in calls, and no one would notice. Like, I would make a soundboard with, like, voice clips of me saying things, so I would train my monkey to just use the soundboard and talk like me, what for all you know. So it'll be an upgrade. What if we end up liking the monkey more, and then we have a vote to, like, replace you with a monkey? Well, my soul would be crushed, and I'd probably give up on my dreams, but I would understand, I guess. I feel like a monkey is still just, like, a really weird pet to have. Like, it's... Purely human. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah, well, it's like Pokemon. It yeah, would be me, like a, yeah, it's like a monkeys are too much like toddlers for me to want one. Yeah, I think that's yeah, you've got to put them in diapers. Yeah, but I think that's just so funny because he's just a silly monkey and he eats banana. <laughs> okay, you've convinced me. <laughs> yes, thank you. Listen, I love I love monkeys, but I would not. I definitely would not. Same. Any banana I'm kind of just terrified of monkeys. But little that's actually fair. The monkeys. Yeah, I, I watched seventy two dangerous animals. Nah. They yeah. ended up on that list. So I just think having a little monkey cobra would be very funny. Right? You get it. Thank you. So that's all I have to say. I just I think a little a little baby monkey would be a funny pet. So now that we've talked about ideal dream pets, do we just wanna like go over and share our favorite animals? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I already guess, like, said a leopard. Yeah, and I already shared Quokka, but I need to give a shout out to the leaf sheep, which is a sea slug that can photosynthesize, and I love it. I also like Jacob sheep. <laughs> they both have sheep in the name, but one is a an actual sheep. Yeah, the other is a sea slug. It's I got sheep. Very fluffy. Very very nice. Um, I my favorite animals are all trash animals. Little goblin gremlins. Yeah, I like the parrots and possums. I think. My favorite animals are raccoons, possums, yeah. barrets, yeah. crows, 
Makes sense. Bats and cats. Yeah. 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 All, all the- little all little gremlin monsters. Yeah, all the yeah. awful horrible creatures. Shenanigizing little shenaniganizing little. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. Shenanigans. They partake in shenanigans. Yeah. The rest of you? Who's next? I'm trying to think of my favorite animal. Who's next? You. Me? Yeah. Uh, alright. Uh, I don't have as many, like, favorite animals, but I really like, of course, cats, and I like snakes. Ooh, good picks. Snakes. Snakes seem to be a very popular vote. Yeah. Yeah, because they're cute as frick. Noodles. That's just in this group, though. No. Snakes are just cool, alright? We don't make the rules. Snakes are cool, but there's a lot of people that are afraid of them. Well, they're weeds. Snakes are like Ooh, and sharks. I like sharks. I forgot about sharks. Despise anything that comes that comes from the water. Anything in the ocean. Oh, I'm like I'm terrified of the ocean. I'm absolutely terrified of the ocean. But like as a kid, I was just obsessed with sharks, and I would only watch shark documentaries and Jaws and nothing else. So they just hey, it's Shark Week, Aaron. Fascinated. Wait, is it actually Shark Week? It's Shark Week, yeah. Again? Currently, at the time of recording, it's Shark Week. I have to get cable again. Yeah. uh, There's only one sea animal I trust, and that's harp seals. Harp seals are the only trustable sea animal. What about? Oh, you can't think of another. Uh, axolotl. Oh, yeah, no, no, axolotls. That's fair. Yeah, no, axolotls are very trustworthy most of the time. They are shaped like friends. They are. They're all very trustworthy, except for one. Just like our friend Stephen. Is Stephen trustworthy? Devil. I feel like for the most part, he doesn't have any villainous motivations. I trust him with my life, so... I've noticed Steven just acting a little bit weird lately. Have you guys been noticing that? No, what do you mean? Well, I keep on seeing him holding this little green rock and saying things in a language I don't think is real. Hey, French is a real language. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Shush. I don't know. He's just been acting a little bit stranger than usual. Like, I hear him in my vents at night, and he's saying words, and they kind of sound just like gibberish. Yeah, I'm sure. I think he's just getting into arts and crafts because I thought I saw him making a summoning circle too, but I think he's just learning to draw. Maybe he's trying to make us like a little Halloween surprise because it's almost October. Yeah, at the time of recording this, it is yeah, very, definitely very, 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 very